Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back, Austin Norman and Eric Strickland, with you two to four weekdays here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Today would be a perfect day for Mary Ellen's. Unfortunately, they are closed. You can catch them again on Wednesday through the weekend. Strick, let's dive into tonight's national championship game. Lots to digest almost as much as a good plate of Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Michigan and Washington. Neither of these two teams have won a title since the 90s. For Washington, it was 91. For Michigan, it was a sham title in 1997 that I suppose they get credit for. Um, but again, both of these teams searching to get their way you know, back to the mountaintop. Let's just start with the Big Ten angle here, Strick, right? It was a long process for the Big Ten to convince Washington and Oregon to join the conference, even after you get the additions of USC and UCLA. Washington and Oregon weren't sure they wanted to make that jump. What do you think this says about Commissioner Petiti and his job and how proud he should be of the work that the Big Ten put in to to get a national championship contender into the conference starting next year? Listen, just to me, what they've accomplished is so forward thinking that they were so ahead of the ball. And we've talked about this briefly of how the SEC has totally locked in that Southern, that Southeastern sector Mm -hmm. wanted to extend the borders a little bit, just over into Texas to give you that large, large swath of talent pool to accompany that Southern, because a lot of the five stars, let's just be honest about it. A lot of the five star, five stars come from everywhere. So I'm not saying that's it. They're only there, but a lot of them, a large portion of them comes out of that Georgia, Alabama, uh, Louisiana, Florida, Florida, Texas, Texas, maybe a little bit in the South Carolina, not as much Tennessee, some, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. a lot of it kind of comes out of that, that area. They wanted to extend it over and take over into Texas. I think understanding that super conferences were on the way, what better way could we do it by taking over the whole country from Northwest all the way to the South, all the way across the middle sector, dang near starting over it Mm -hmm. from Nebraska and and up and over, and then all the way out to the Rust Belt through the northern eastern sector of, of the United States in, com- in comparison. In doing so, you put yourself in a mind frame in NIL money to also give them a perspective of professionality, of what it's like to travel, going and seeing multiple places, having family that may want to see you play in a different region. All of those things become available to you forward thinking in that manner to me, bringing in those powerhouses out of the Pac-12, making them and engrafting them into the Big Ten, 
I think it was it, it was smart, man. It was smart thinking, and I think they did a good job in doing so. Let's talk about Washington first. The story was the guy that you went to break imitating, Michael Penix. The story at quarterback, of course, follows his head coach, Kalen DeBoer. Or yeah, at Washington, Kalen DeBoer was the offensive coordinator at Indiana. Follows him out to Seattle. Penix is the story. You look at Romo Dunze. He's the story. Polk McMillan are great. To me, a big story, though, is the availability of Dylan Johnson. Kind of what happened with the Colts and Jonathan Taylor being in and out of the lineup against uh, Houston. You see Dylan Johnson go down at the end of the Texas game. Instead of Washington kneeling the clock out, they try to super ice that game by getting a first down, making sure there's nothing Texas can do. Dylan Johnson has said he's playing. It's a bit of a heel injury. He's kind of day-to-day. His availability is a big story to me. But strict. The bigger story is the defense, right? Texas shredded that Washington defense on the ground. Michigan, known for its running game, not known for its big plays, but Michigan will try to beat Washington into submission, which is where as good as Penix and that receiving core can be, the bigger story to me, Strick, is how many turnovers can that Washington defense force? (sighs) So here's the thing. I think they're they're going to force J.J. McCarthy to throw the ball. I think they're going to throw as many people in that box and just say, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's the best chance that they've got because if they leave any space in any room, because I, I, I do believe that they left some open holes out of Texas because they were probably more worried about yours and worthy and those guys getting big plays that they were willing to give up the run game a little bit in order to, you know, say, hey, we think we got a good enough defensive line and our linebackers and, and our safeties can come up and help out to give us enough to win. We just don't want big plays out of yours and in, in those in the wide receiver core. So I really think they're going to flood the box and they're going to basically say no to Edwards, no to Corum. Hey, <laughs> if you can beat us here, you're going to have to beat us because we believe our guys can beat you. Mm-hmm. I, and, and, and if that, if I'm them, that's the that's the route that I take. I think you're looking at Ordunze and all those guys. Um, you know the receiving core that they have. I just think they believe that they have a better group than you, and they're going to ultimately win in a shootout if it's going to come to a shootout. But we're not going to let you beat us with Corum. We're not going to let you beat us with Edwards. And we recognize that that's probably one of our weakest areas. I got to shout out Bill Connolly again for this. Um, both of these quarterbacks have been clutch. Penix's numbers, though, are absolutely ridiculous. So in the win probability for Washington has been under 50% this season. Penix has completed 72% of his passes for 15.4 yards per completion, almost half of those completions for first downs, and a quarterback rating of 96. In crunch time, Strick, think players, not plays, as DP always says. Michael Penix is thinking Romo Dunze. Again, with a, a win probability under 50%, Penix to Odunze, 19 of 21 through the air for 333 yards. If Washington needs a big play, they're going to dial up a big play between its number one receiver and its Heisman caliber quarterback. And they know you're and they know you're waiting on it. So they're mm-hmm. not going to go to it early. They're not going to go to it when you expect it. They're going to scheme it up. So they're going to they're going to basically take their time. They're going to allow things to happen. They're going to use some of their other receivers, um, sprinkle in the tight end, throw throw a few things out there. Hit Ardunze on a couple of opportunities uh, when they when they present themselves, but they're going to watch you. They're going to see what you're doing, and they're going to scheme you up. And when it's needed, 
for a couple of them, I think they'll have a two to three of them that are ready for you. And then they're going to dial it up when they really, really, really mm-hmm. need it. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, I mentioned some of those comparisons I was making before in our crossover. Washington, in terms of where it ranks offensively and defensively, compares very favorably to the 2010 Auburn team that won the title with Cam Newton. It's going to take, I think, a Newton-esque performance from Penix, probably more with his arms than with his legs to give Oregon a shot. But even the defense, Rick, the, the lowest rated defense to win a title in this entire century is that Oklahoma team that won it under Bob Stoops. They were ranked like 27th or 30th in that range. Right now, Washington's 44th. Number four offense, number 44 defense. You don't like that that imbalance, right? It's a fine, solid, above average defense. But then you flip to Michigan, where the closest analog in terms of um, you know recent championship caliber teams for Michigan is that 2016 Alabama team that ended up losing to Clemson. They had the 14th ranked offense and the first ranked defense that year. This year, Michigan grades out basically exactly the same, according to SP Plus. The number 13 offense, just one spot better than Alabama, and also that number one defense. It's going to be the run game. It's going to be try to hit you with uh, some yards after catch from a receiver close by or a tight end. We've seen the formula for Michigan all year. They've spent five years under Jim Harbaugh really building to this moment. We'll see if the if the explosiveness of Washington wins out or just the pulverization from Michigan finally wears on Washington that's won 10 straight games by fewer than 10 points. Well, the thing is, it's going to come down to this. I think also uh, Michigan is very bullheaded. Like mm. they, they don't care. They're, they're, they're basically saying that we're going to hit you in the first. We understand, we understand that we might not get too much out of it. We're going to bang you in the second. We think we'll, we'll start to crease you a little bit, you know, kind of, kind of just, you know how, like, uh, have you ever watched, uh, have you ever heard of uh, uh, that show called um, the squid games? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So in the squid games, they had these little pins that they had to try to carve out on the little cookie uh-huh. to basically get whatever the star or the triangle out. That's kind of what Michigan is going to do to you. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to just continue to just, you know, kind of crease away at, at, at that little point and try to get you loosened up a little bit. And then all of a sudden they're going to hit you in the third. And then in the fourth, it's just like, Hey, you've been here long enough. Do you still want this smoke? And that's what they're going to do. They're very bullheaded at it. Now I think they're going to take shot plays. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to, they're going to try to, you know, hit you with some, some big opportunities. And I think if they're smart, they use, um, they use quorum in the pass game a little bit, mm. get him on some angle routes, get him, not get him on some screens, get him on a few things where, you know, you may not be looking for it, him to be involved because I think they had some success in, in the last game. Um, um, 
you know, when 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 they played um, against Alabama by using Corm a little bit. I mean, it, it was very rare. Corm doesn't usually do too much out of the pass game, but they were able to do some stuff. He looked really good late in that Alabama game. He's had a week off from it. Of course, J.J. McCarthy dealt with an ankle injury over the last few weeks of the season. Seems like he's back and healthy. Most of the lines right now, Strick, have Michigan favored by four and a half points. And I thought it was going to be more. I thought the numbers really hated Washington, but there's something to be said for that kind of intangible quality of finding a way to win close games, right? That's what, what Washington's done. Michigan controlled a lot of games. We talked about them early in the year, not being overly dominant, but just really taking care of business. Washington's kind of lived life on the edge, had a lot of close games recently, and I, I don't know what to make of that line, right? I think Michigan should be favored. They've, they've been ranked higher all year long. But Strick, I have a hard time quitting this Washington team. It's one thing to say Michigan needs to, you know, shorten the game, right? Keep the ball out of Penix's hands and give them fewer opportunities. But we've seen this story in the NFL as well, right? Teams will try to play keep away from Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in, in their heyday. Try to play keep away from, from Josh Allen and the Bills, Tua and the Dolphins, name your, name your team. Time of possession matters to an extent. But if Michigan is going to, you know, try to hold the ball for that long, it has to score basically every drive because Washington is such an efficient offense. They don't need much time. So you can try to play the time of possession game all you want, but Michigan not only has to hold the ball for that long, if they're going to have the ball for 35 plus minutes, they have to cash it in. Otherwise, Washington can hit you with one big play in the end zone. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, there's no question. I, I think... Um... Be, because they believe that the passing game is going to be something for them that to, to really be watching out on. I think early on, watch out for Washington in the run game. Watch mm-hmm. out and see if they can kind of loosen things up a little bit and open up some holes and give them some opportunities to then crease them in the passing game. We're down to it. Who's winning tonight, Michigan or Washington? <clears throat> uh, you, listen, I, I, I love the Washington story. I love the Pac-10 story. Uh, story of how even with them going on the outs and, and losing the history of what the Pac-10 was. Um, I love the the story of Washington and where everybody kind of counted them out over the course of the season and was able to beat Oregon twice and then come in and beat a Texas team where everybody was still rooting for Texas. Um, and then right now, the thing that somebody said, I think yesterday, it might have been you. I think it was you where you said they look like the empire and, and uh, you know, Washington looks like return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like that. I actually like that. I think that's something to, to look forward to. And, 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 and people have said, when you have the discussion with your grandchildren, you know, down the road and when they're sitting down with you, when they get older and as they're young, they're having the conversation, grandpa, what did, what, what, what did you think about that Washington and everybody was talking about Michigan and how they cheated and how they did all of this. And yet they were able to win a championship or they weren't. It was because Washington stood in the way. And so that's why I'm hoping that they were able to pull it off. I'm going with the dogs. I've been on that train all year. I got family that, that used to live up there before they moved south down to Arizona. I, I can't quit them. Penix is so fun. Odunzi is absolutely incredible. I mean, with without Marvin Harrison Jr. or even Keon Coleman early in the year, I think Odunze would be getting a lot more headlines than he does. That receiving core is so deep. And I think Washington learned, right? Michigan's better than Texas, but I think Washington took some some lessons from that Texas win. 
It's going to take some turnover luck. They're going to need to find a way, I think, to jump out early and make Michigan play from behind. But I'm going with the dogs. Give us your pick on the text line, 402-464-5685. Give us a good reason why you're you're picking that team to win the national championship. We'll get to that. And uh, an interesting situation in the NFL. The Saints-Falcons game, the way it ended, left some people mad. We'll get to that. Wrap up hour one of On the Block here in just a sec. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 